Sunrise Morning Show continues. I'm Matt Swaim, joined now by Father Frank Donio from the Catholic Apostolate Center. And you can, of course, find them linked at sunrisemorningshow.com. Father, good morning. Good morning, Matt. So, Blessed Easter. A blessed Easter to you, and we're going to be saying that for a while now. Um, sometimes I try and figure out how to explain why Catholics do things the way that they do to those who are you know, not initiated in, in this whole world. And one of the best ways I know how to explain it when they look at this whole question of Lent and everything, um, I, I always say, listen, if you want to understand like how the Catholic Church thinks about stuff, Lent is 40 days, Easter is 50. That ought to give you a clue as to how the whole thing works and how feasting and fasting play together. Uh, why does the Easter season um, exist as a season and not just a day like it does in so many other Christian traditions? We don't even keep it. We certainly don't keep it to a day. There's It's 50 days, as you mentioned. But even, even Easter itself, so we get to the Easter vigil and then Easter Sunday, and then we have the octave of Easter, where every single day is the highest level liturgical feast you, you can have, a solemnity. We even say the Gloria. We, we act as if it, it's still Easter Sunday. And it goes on all through this week, right to the, the octave of Easter, the second Sunday of Easter, which is also Divine Mercy Sunday. And <clears throat> it just can't be contained. We, we can't contain this, this amazing act of the Father raising the Son. And so then that continues beyond that for, for 50 days, culminating in Pentecost. Of course, we also have the Ascension of the Lord, which, uh, which occurs in, in some places in the United States on the Thursday, on a Thursday, in other places on a Sunday. And this is the Lord ascending into heaven. And then, of course, Pentecost, the descent of the Holy Spirit, and then the church sent on mission. Yeah, it's an exciting time. And, of course, we get to hear from the book of Acts during so much of the season of Easter. And, you know, even during this uh, octave of Easter, I think one of the most exciting things about it is the, the, the gospel readings for those days. They're all about the various kind of realizations that people have that Jesus is actually alive, right? You've got, uh, I mean, even as we're talking about the Wednesday of the octave of Easter, you've got the first part of the Emmaus story, right, where Jesus reveals himself to the disciples on the road to Emmaus. And then the next day, you've got those guys running back to tell everybody that they just encountered the risen Jesus, and then Jesus appears in the midst of that group, right? And there's just revelation after revelation. I mean, Easter is not just even in the scriptures, this thing that happens at one moment at the empty tomb. It's this thing that happens in all these kind of exciting ways in the life of the early church. In some ways, if you the, the gospel reading for the Easter vigil and the gospel reading for readings for Easter Sunday, there is no appearance of the risen Christ. We get you know, I never tomb. thought about that, but you're right, right? They just it, go and they find we, the empty tomb. Yes, and, and so you, it's it's throughout the octave that you start to get these appearances. Yesterday was St. Mary Magdalene, and she goes and, and proclaims. And, and you're right, it's that going, uh, it, I have this experience, I can't contain this to myself. I have to proclaim it. Now they're proclaiming it to people who who are shaken, who are who were followers and believers. Later, after Pentecost, they go and proclaim to people who are not among the community. But first, they have to they have to understand for themselves and have 
and experience their experiences of the risen Christ. And then they, they go forth and proclaim with the power of the Holy Spirit. And really, isn't that how that works in terms of faith? We, we, we need to be also proclaiming to ourselves when there's, when there's challenge, when there's doubt, when there's difficulty. Easter season gives us that the, the hope and the understanding that Christ is risen, not was risen, not, not well, is right now, right here, right in our, our lives at this moment. And there's where our hope is. Yeah, it's a powerful hope. Easter hope drives the church. It makes us who we are. Uh, but, you know, and I don't want to get into all the nuances of the, the scholarship on this, but, you know, sometimes you'll see people who say, well, it looks like we've got different resurrection accounts in different gospels. So therefore, they must have made it out after the effect uh, after the fact. Actually, you know what these accounts remind me of? They remind me of something where something exciting has happened and everybody's talking all at once. Right. And everybody's sharing their story kind of in the moment and everybody's kind of. Uh, saying their angle of, of how they experienced it. And those things aren't contradictory. It's just a whole bunch of different people who can't contain their excitement at having all been part of something incredible. I mean, I think we've all been part of, I mean, even if it's something as dumb as like a little, you know, like a, like a Super Bowl, right? Talking about it the next day. We're all talking about it in sort of, you know, I, I want to say like competing ways, but we're all sort of sharing our experience of what it was like to see the thing happen. Um, and that's something that, again, you can't contain. And it, to me, that shows more uh, how excited the church was at this reality than it does show any kind of like sort of abstract contradiction that, well, maybe it didn't really happen. And that the church continues to to express that, as you said at the the beginning uh, of our conversation it Easter gives us the opportunity to really reflect from all the different ways in which on all the different ways in which the risen Christ is present in our lives. And well, that that's that can't be just for a day that needs to be. And it is our longest uh, one of our uh, aside from from ordinary time. But it is our of all of the special seasons, you know, Advent, Christmas, Lent and Easter. Easter is the longest of those liturgical seasons for a reason, because it's the most important. And it's loaded with all kinds of fun, movable feasts that we'll get to celebrate and talk about, hopefully with you, through the course of this 50-day season of Easter. In the meantime, Father Donio, if our listeners want to connect with the Catholic Apostolate Center and get lots of great resources for free from your site, how do they do so? Just go to catholicapostolatecenter.org. Linked at sunrisemorningshow.com. Father Donio, have a happy Easter, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, and God bless. Blessed Easter. <laughs>